Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. It's Wednesday, August 25th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. Missouri is home to two Chinese dishes that you can't really find anywhere else. The St. Paul Sandwich and Springfield Cashew Chicken. When I make one, I have to make like multiple because then everyone else is like, yeah, you know what, that sounds great. In just a few minutes, we'll report on how Missouri's immigrants invented two Chinese dishes. Missouri's attorney general has filed a reverse class action lawsuit against school districts that have implemented mask mandates. As St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Kellogg reports, the legal action by Eric Schmidt comes as the new academic year has already started for many schools in the state. The lawsuit, filed against the Columbia Public School District as well as other schools that are, quote, similarly situated, claims mask mandates are, quote, arbitrary, and parents should be able to decide whether their children will wear masks. Schmidt wants to prevent schools from mandating masks. Robert Gatter, professor of law at St. Louis University School of Law, says while he believes the lawsuit is unlikely to succeed, in the meantime, it could cause complications for school districts who do have mask mandates. It creates doubt and uncertainty, which then seems to kick it back to individual parents who are making decisions without the certainty of the law being settled. Schmidt's suit is just his latest action over masking in the state. The attorney general's office has filed lawsuits against Kansas City, St. Louis, and St. Louis County over their mask mandates. I'm Sarah Kellogg, St. Louis Public Radio. President Joe Biden calls that lawsuit, quote, completely unacceptable, and the White House will try to stop it. The St. Louis Public School District will require all employees to be vaccinated against coronavirus. As St. Louis Public Radio's Kendall Crawford reports, the decision follows the Food and Drug Administration's full approval of the Pfizer vaccine. At a meeting last night, board members voted unanimously to require teachers and staff to be fully vaccinated by October 15th. Superintendent Calvin Adams says the mandate will serve to not only protect unvaccinated students, but all teachers. And this is an extra precaution to say we want you in front of students, we need you in front of students, but we also need you to take care of yourself. Staff members can request exemptions to the mandate based off disability, religion, or medical issues. The union that represents teachers in the district came out in strong support of the mandate. So far, the district estimates 88 percent of all teachers have already been vaccinated. I'm Kendall Crawford, St. Louis Public Radio. Afghan refugees have started arriving in the region. An interpreter who uses the name Zizi to protect family members still in Afghanistan is among the first to arrive. She worked directly with U.S. military members like Navy Lieutenant Alan Nash. Speaking on St. Louis on the Air, Nash says Zizi's work allowed American soldiers to better understand their mission. They don't always have the opportunity to know the people they're serving, mm-hmm. the help they're helping. Zizi brought that to us. She brought her story to us. She personalized what we were fighting for. Zizi will be staying with Nash and his family as she begins a new life in St. Louis. A St. Louis Democratic lawmaker is optimistic Missouri will expand absentee voting. Missouri is one of the few states requiring someone to check off a specific reason for voting absentee, such as being out of town or incapacitated. There's no way for election officials to enforce that, prompting bipartisan calls to establish a no-excuse absentee system. 
State Representative Donna Berenger is optimistic a new system can make it past the finish line. Well, that's going to be part of the bill that's going to be introduced at the beginning of the year when we go back in session, and that's in there, which is three weeks, no excuse, absentee, in-person voting. I think that's going to—I don't think we're going to have a problem with that. It may be what else is inside of there. Berenger was a guest on Politically Speaking, and that episode is posted at stlpr.org. Missouri can claim the creation of two iconic Chinese dishes, but they are more than just local curiosities. Behind each is an immigrant chef who cooked to survive and then changed Missouri cuisine. From the new podcast, Hungry for Mo, producer Mackenzie Martin reports on the creation of the St. Paul sandwich and Springfield-style cashew chicken. Chef Kui Tran and his family immigrated to the United States from Vietnam as refugees of war. When they arrived in St. Louis in the early 1980s, there wasn't a single Vietnamese restaurant. But there were Chinese restaurants, which you would see advertised as chop sueys. At that time, you know, my mother figured out, well, we need to, we're going to do Chinese food because that's what's selling. And nearly all of the Chinese restaurants in the city sold this one specific dish, the St. Paul sandwich, which is basically a hot, crispy, egg-foo young patty that's slathered in creamy mayo and topped with pickles, lettuce, and tomato, all between two soft slices of white bread. We knew we just needed to put on the menu because it was at other chop sueys. And so, you know, usually with Asians, it's just kind of like, oh, this works, let's try it. According to the most popular theory, the St. Paul sandwich was invented in the 1940s by Stephen Yen, owner of the Park Chop Suey restaurant in St. Louis. His idea was to create something unique yet familiar in hopes that it would bring more Americans, in this case, Missourians, into his restaurant. And he named the dish after his hometown of St. Paul, Minnesota. This was during a time of enormous anti-Asian racism, so most Americans were unaccustomed to and suspicious of Asian cuisine. Journalist Jennifer A. Lee says this is actually the origin story of a lot of popular Chinese-American dishes we love today. Beef and broccoli, General Tso's chicken. It tells the story of you know, immigrants who arrived in a new place and cooked to survive. These culinary innovations started out as smart business tactics, but they came to be so popular that they now help define their local food scenes. I love the fact it took off in Missouri. Like that, to me, says so much about Missouri. Kui Tran and his family did eventually add Vietnamese dishes to the menu at their restaurant, Mai Li. But the St. Paul sandwich never left. In fact, it's still sold all over St. Louis, eight decades after its creation. When I make one, I have to make like multiple because then everyone else is like, yeah, you know what? That sounds great. This fusion of cultures helped bring about another Chinese-American dish in Missouri, Springfield-style cashew chicken. Unlike the version you'll find across the U.S., Springfield-style cashew chicken features pieces of chicken that have been breaded, fried, and covered in brown gravy. Chinese-American chef David Leong invented the dish in Springfield, Missouri in the 1960s. It was a twist on the American fried chicken he saw around town. He never started out to be an innovator. He was basically just trying to make a living for his family. He came to the United States with only $2 in his pocket. You know, at the time, uh, you know, a lot of people were afraid to 
try Chinese food because they just weren't that familiar with it. Ling Leong, the son of David Leong, says his dad faced harassment when he first arrived in Springfield. But when David Leong introduced cashew chicken, the dish was an immediate hit. He had some people from City Hall come in to eat, and he gave them some samples of it. And they loved it so much that the next day, they brought the entire crew from City Hall to come in and eat. You know, he never envisioned that one dish that he would make just to, you know, help bring in business would become that popular. David Leong died a year ago, one month shy of his 100th birthday. But you can still taste his original recipe at Leong's Asian Diner, the restaurant run by his family. And to this day, you'd be hard-pressed to find any Chinese restaurant within 50 miles of Springfield that doesn't have cashew chicken on their menu. I'm Mackenzie Martin. Martin is a producer for the Hungry for Mo podcast from KCUR in Kansas City. Episodes are posted at kcur.org hungry. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. This has been The Gateway. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.